What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. Busy weekend. Uh, how was your weekend, Ken? It was nice. It was busy. Uh, as I... <laughs> You uh, you went to Chicago and uh, you ran into traffic, well, or just the it, route was bad. The, I mean, the route was fine. The route had no issues except for the traffic. I I programmed. You know how how Chicago now you can take a route to O'Hare mm-hmm. and you don't have to stop at a single toll booth. Yeah, they just have the overhead toll collector thing, which reminds me. Now I have to check it to make sure it pays. The, oh, the I pass thing yeah. that you just breeze right through. Yeah, you and- just go right through. There's you know no booth. No stopping. Just go right through. Takes a picture of you and says, sends you a nice little bill on the app that says, yeah. here, pay a buck and a half or something like that. Um, but no, going in, my my map, my GPS changed mm-hmm. my route to save me time, quote unquote, and it put me right in the middle of Chicago traffic. Oh. Yeah, but that was a Saturday morning thing. Just went to the airport. I did see a dog transaction at the airport. A dog transaction? A dog like transaction. Like somebody uh, was adopting a dog? I was waiting for to pick up one of uh, one of my boys who just finished an internship yeah. in Washington D.C. Not that I'm bragging, but uh, and and waiting at the airport for him. My other son and I were sitting there waiting, and this couple stops in front of us. They stop this man who's in the brightest, loudest uh, red pattern Hawaiian shirt that I've ever seen. Oh, nice! And he's got nothing on him. He's just gotten off an airplane. He's he's gotten through the security. He's in baggage claim now, and he's got a little bag. It's about the it's a cat carrier size bag. Oh yeah, does it have a little window? Has a little window. Aww. Has a little mesh window in it. And and he and he sees this happy young couple and introduce one introduction, two introductions. So they clearly nobody knew each other there. Okay, sets the bag down. What's in the bag? It's the cutest little puppy. It's a chow. Aww. A little black chow puppy. And long story short, the young lady handed, you know, she's grabbing the puppy and it's licking her and all this other, it's sure. happy, happy, happy. Brings out this big wad of cash. Oh, yeah. Those chow puppies, they are... Uh, big wad of cash, hands yeah. it over, takes the puppy. The couple walk on their way. The guy walks on his way. And that's it. Wow. Yeah, no paperwork. He probably does that a lot. That's probably how he could afford that really nice Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I had never seen it. It's like, is something illegally illegal happening here? <laughs> so he probably flew from wherever. Right. They probably, you know, they, they, they purchased met him from the a breeder or yeah. whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, he just he just goes right back on the plane I, and probably I, goes back home. I guess there are a number of ways where you could do that. And so you know what you're getting. Yeah. But how do you know you're not, they don't drop the the pet thing off and two minutes later you figure out, hey, this is a cat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, in you're a, right. In a dog uniform. Uh, you, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's, it's in there. Does it's it have it. the pedigree? Does it have the health checks? All that sure, other stuff. Sure, sure. It was just very interesting. I've yeah. never seen anything like that. <laughs> I, I know like, I think Plinko, uh, he would, I, I don't know if he was my sister-in-law she got adopted him from somewhere, but they yeah. they did a meet up like yeah. meet me halfway, yeah, and this is how we'll do it. But I've never seen an exchange that is like almost like secret agent <laughs> almost uh, kind of exchange <laughs> at the airport. Cash transaction, puppy handed over, done. Like we'll drop the we'll drop the uh, right in front of you us. You drop the money there, and then <laughs> there will be a key 
and the locker, and then your puppy will be in there. Because if it happens on airport property, who, who governs that? Is that a federal deal? Is that yeah. a state deal? Yeah, do they deal? have to pay taxes on that? Is there a tax thing? Yeah, yeah. Sales. Where's the, what about the sales tax? Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. That O'Hare really... is where it happened. It's interesting. I wonder how many... I wish you would have been able to catch up with the guy <laughs> that do, did the exchange because... I like. I wonder if he does this all the time. Like, if he just bet, yeah, a couple times career. a week. If that's if that's what they do. If they breed these these chows. Oh yeah, I hope dogs. it's not one of those puppy mills or something yeah. like that. But now but maybe I mean, they're well because I know people that um, used to breed um, bulldogs. Oh, and they actually got like this dog that was part of like a pedigree of like the Westminster Ooh, Dog Show, like yeah, that had one, and so they got a puppy from that that lineage right and they got it from like russia oh dear they got it from somewhere else somewhere halfway across the world and they paid thousands of dollars for this dog but because they wanted to have i don't know i guess a good bloodline a good lineage dog okay yeah interesting yeah yeah i'm sensing a new career opportunity here yeah transporting dogs all over the world (laughs) that's all you do that would be an interesting job get pockets full of cash yeah but anyway and so then the dog transaction happened we found my son after you know that and uh headed back you didn't have to pay for him no didn't have to pay for him well honestly (laughs) i mean there is a lot of money involved there but sure uh driving back got stuck in traffic again oh yeah yeah we're we're like almost to the indiana line Chicago, uh, Illinois, Indiana line, stop and go traffic. So you're saying we shouldn't trust computers. I'm telling you. Because it said, hey, you want a faster route? <laughs> want a faster route? Go this way. Hey, would you like me to ruin your weekend? <laughs> Press this button. No, it, what it actually said was, hey, do you want a faster route for somebody else on the other highway? Because we're going to put you on the crappy highway. <laughs> Is the faster route ever really faster? No. Because it's a I th- guess. It's one of those, yeah, it's not, it's apparently not using traffic patterns and what's going on on those traffic routes because nothing is fast yeah. when you're going through the big city. Yeah, this one wasn't. But oh, a great weekend. Sunday, relax, kick the, uh, kick the, uh, shoes off for a little bit. And then my son wanted to go fishing. So we went nice. down to the river and caught a fish about this big. Aw, little, little guy. <laughs> a little guy. Aww. Threw him back. He was fine. Nothing, nothing big though. You didn't catch. Uh, you know, uh, my twelve-year-old got something that ate half of his lure. It just chomped oh it. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if it was a turtle or what. What the heck it was, but it just snapped it off. I've got the cute. I'll show you the Jeez, picture. Jeez, that's crazy. But he he was just astonished. He's like, something ate my bait. I don't know what it was. Did you go down the river? Yeah, I went on the river. That's- um. Yeah, I saw a lot of people uh, on the river. Uh, I was at the race for the YMCA oh, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, and How was they, that? they it was great, except for it was a little rainy, a little okay. uh, sprinkly, and so everybody had wet clothes going yeah. into the race. Yeah. So that wasn't good. Um, but yeah, I saw a bunch of activity. All those little little party boats and stuff oh, were getting yeah. out on the water like at eight a.m., which <laughs> usually don't have a drink that early. But hey, why not? <laughs> it's the weekend. Uh, but there, yeah, I didn't see a lot of fishermen. That no. was probably farther down the pier. Okay, um, but that was a good event. And then uh, Jocelyn had her um, her family reunion oh. over the weekend. Wow! Uh, I did not go. Oh, I did not go. Wow! She said I didn't have to. Are you in trouble? No. Okay. She said I. She just said I didn't have to go. Yikes! Because um, and you know I'm kind <laughs> of against the family reunion. <laughs> Because you're they, so antisocial. <laughs> they it's not it's, it's they do it every year. Yeah. 
And oh, I'm every of, year? I'm of the mind that the family reunion should be every few years. Yes, I, I agree entirely. Like, put it in line with the Olympics. And when the Olympics happen every four years, you'd be like, hey, this is the family reunion. That's not a reunion. That's a picnic. If it happens every year, it's that's a picnic. That's what I said. Yeah. Go go to the picnic. So, yeah, I had to do that in the morning, the race. <laughs> and so I got to go home and do some errands and stuff Very like that. Nice. And then, Very nice. Uh, do that. But I did the tour denials yesterday. Ooh. Jumped on the bike, <laughs> uh, cruised around, and uh, checked out some of the... Uh, area of Niles <laughs> that I had not seen on okay. a bicycle, but it was you know, nothing really glamorous. Were you whistling while you were doing it? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. okay. Had the uh, yellow jersey on. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I put a yellow shirt on just because I try to be safe and make sure everybody can see me and even nice. in the side streets. And uh, I realized people are going to think I'm ridiculous because I'm on this <laughs> cruiser bike just cruising around at like 10 miles an hour and I'm wearing a yellow jersey. So they're probably thinking like, oh man, in a big race, man. The Tour de France, it's the leader. Better it's put the, the leader. Better put the spandex on and lock yourself in that bike and get, it, get nice. going. Yeah. But no, I just cruised around. And then uh, after a while, Jocelyn said, yeah, you probably should come back home because uh, the air quality thing. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be, you know, out of breath somewhere. So I, I decided to come back. That was smart. I mean, because as, as we talked about earlier, the... Um, the orb in the sky, also known as the sun, was yeah. incredibly red yesterday. Uh, didn't smell it, but the smoke was, the haze was around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to get a little bit worse before noon, and then after afternoon, I think up. it's going to, I hope it's going to clear up. Before we get to got something to say, tell me about this uh, this Michigan uh, marijuana <laughs> thing, because this piqued my interest when you were talking about it earlier. Well, so last week, the Michigan Civil Service Commission met, and they voted uh-huh. unanimously to change state rules that currently require applicants for state government positions to pass a pre-employment marijuana screening. Okay. Now that rule, as of October 1, will no longer apply to many, not all, but many roles in in Michigan state government. What jobs are they not (laughs) going to change the law? Yeah, so if you are a state trooper, a corrections officer, a healthcare worker, any job in which federal rules Mm. require tests, and any job where you're doing a lot of heavy equipment operating or driving. Makes sense, makes sense. But for all employees... It doesn't. It's not a free pass to smoke the ganja sure. while you're on, smoke the, while smoke you're working. The ganja. <laughs> while you're working, I don't think anyone's ever called it that. <laughs> while you're working, because I mean, the, the, uh, essentially, even the advocates for changing the rules to mm-hmm. align with how Michigan treats marijuana these days said it's not a free pass because it's not like drinking on the job. You can't just show up and start. Yeah. having vodka shots or something right. like that. It's it's a recreational thing. It's meant to be on your recreational time. Don't bring your yeah. It your still causes impairment. Yeah, compare uh, causes impairment. So yeah, to to fully operate and do your job, uh, it, it is it is tough. Yeah. So they say, well, if you think about marijuana the same way you think about alcohol, then you'll be just fine. Just don't do it at work. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And that's going to happen October one. Okay. Wow. Yep. I can see other businesses uh, looking at their policies as well uh, as we get, you know, as laws keep changing and being adjusted, uh, maybe then the uh, rules at businesses will yeah. do that as well. Yeah. Michigan is not the first state to do this, but there are only a handful of states that have done it so far. Nevada, Washington, California. Is there like Oregon that has like... Uh, <laughs> Oregon, I don't know if they have Don't they have, they have like mushrooms and all kinds of other things? <laughs> Probably. They're like, uh, do you do drugs? No. All right. 
Well, I think they encourage drug activity <laughs> over over there. I don't. Know. I'm not speaking for. I don't. I don't know. You're not speaking. I'll for have Oregon. to do research. Okay. Yeah, I'm not speaking for the folks at Oregon. <laughs> if there are people that listen to this fine award winning program from from Oregon, uh, let us know. Yes, because I'd like to know their their drug policy. Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. So that that'll be uh, October one. When October that one. Uh, it's time for Got Something to Say, where we talk to your friends and neighbors about what's going on right here in our community. If you're part of a nonprofit organization, you've got either an event coming coming up or maybe a program you'd like to highlight, feel free to reach out. You can email let's talk at WSJM.com. You can also call 925 WSJM and got something to say brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today, I'm very excited to be talking with uh, Kelsey Leemaster, and she is part of uh, Youth Solutions. Uh, and we're going to talk about some great things going on. Uh, Tell me, Kelsey, what is your official job title over there? Yeah, so I am the fund development and project manager for Youth Solutions, which is a nonprofit headquartered here in Benton Harbor, Michigan. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit more about uh, Youth Solutions and what it's all about. Yeah, so we're actually a statewide organization, um, youth-focused, and we're on a mission to equip young people with the skills to overcome barriers and succeed in education, employment, and in life. So we do that in a couple different ways, yeah. um, and one of that one of those ways is through our premier program that we have called Jobs for Michigan's Graduates. Um, and that actually started right here locally as well in Benton Harbor 15 years ago. And now we've actually expanded since then. We're in all three counties of Southwest Michigan and um, statewide. So we're a statewide organization. We're really proud of that. That's awesome. And it's cool to see that grow over the years and, uh, I mean, help out so many young people throughout all the the stuff and and finding those resources and Helping uh, businesses too. So that's really great. Uh, now, I know uh, you're helping youth overcome a lot of those barriers to their education and their employment, but what sort of uh, data do you track that uh, speaks to what you're doing? Yeah, so we are really focused on preparing them for what their life is going to look like after high school. Yeah. So through Jobs for Michigan's graduates, we're able to provide youth mentorship, career pathway exploration, skill development, financial literacy, and just access to resources that they may need to help overcome any challenges that they face in their life or anything that may be um, impeding on their educational progress. So we're really giving them opportunities so they can find a career that they're passionate about and they're interested in, mm -hmm. um, but also something that's a thriving industry in Michigan too. So we try to make those connections with them um, through a lot of different a lot of different ways. So our hope is that our youth go into post-secondary education, the military, um, or a meaningful career. So some of the data that we track includes graduation rate, employment rate, and further education. So those are some of the outcomes that we track, and we're really proud of our programs here in Southwest Michigan. They actually earned a 100% graduation rate this year. Oh, wow. So that's just so awesome, and we're so proud of them and all of the work that they have put into that. Um, our employment rate is 89% for the programs here, and further education rate is 58%. So we're just super proud of those. Um, and the kids, they just... You know, they put in a lot of work throughout the year, and so mm -hmm. do our JMG specialists that work with them and provide the mentorship and career exploration. So it's definitely something to be proud of. 
definitely. And seeing those statistics and seeing that grow and uh, and the success rate is is really awesome. It, it, let me ask you this: Is this available to all graduates, or is there specific requirements or things like that in order to be a part of this? So it depends on the school or the program okay. that yeah. they're in. We're actually in a couple different schools, um, Benton Harbor High School, Eau Claire, Hartford. Um, and then we're also at uh, Michigan Works, bearing Cass Van Buren and the Boys and Girls Club as well. So um, if anybody's looking to get connected, they can um, look on our website mm -hmm. if they want to get connected with one of us or they can stop in to um, the Michigan Works in Benton Harbor and we can get them connected as well. That's really cool. And, uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit about youth solutions and some of the great things. And you mentioned 15 years. What are some other things? That, what, what's the main reason you're here to talk to me, Kelsey? <laughs> Yeah, so definitely about that 15 years, our premier program, Jobs for Michigan's Graduates, we're um, excited to be celebrating 15 years and all the growth that we've had. Um, since the beginning of our program, we've ser served over 26,000 youth across the entire state of Michigan, and um, that's something that we want to celebrate. Yeah. So we actually started, like I said, right here at Benton Harbor High School, um, and we started serving only 76 youth. That was our very first program. Wow. And since then, we've expanded into those schools that I mentioned. And this year now, in just those three counties, we're, we serve over 750 youth. Wow. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, so, of course, 15 years, that's a big milestone. And you've got some great accomplishments. What are you doing to celebrate the 15-year anniversary? Yep. So we're doing a couple different things to celebrate this milestone. Um, one of the things that we're doing is reaching out to our alumni of the JMG program okay. that have participated in the program over the past 15 years. Um, so through that outreach, we've been able to connect with um, former participants and discover where they're at now and how the JMG program has impacted them in their life. So that's been really cool to reach out to them. And we're going to be sharing their stories on a couple different channels, our social media, our monthly newsletter that we have. Um, so if you're interested in uh, hearing some of those stories, you can check out our social media pages or sign up for our monthly newsletter, um, which you can do that on our website. Um, and something else that we're going to be doing is launching an annual giving campaign. Mm. Um, and that's going to be starting in August. And the okay. funds raised for that are going to be used to help us continue to expand JMG programming and help us to be able to serve more youth because we want to be able to continue um, helping and, and serving the youth across Michigan. Absolutely. And you said you're in how many different schools? Um. In Southwest Michigan, mm -hmm. we're in a couple different schools, Ben yeah. Harbor, Eau Claire, Hartford, and then a couple different nonprofit organizations sure. as well. Um, so awesome. we're very excited about that. That's so cool. And like you said, to see that grow. And I've, I have had a chance to talk with some of those uh, that have been through the program uh, from those very, some of those various schools. And yeah, some of them, they started out there like, I didn't really know what this was. I kind of just did it, you know, because somebody said this might be a good idea. And they, they are in, you know, they're so grateful for the great work and the resources that are available to them through this program. Again, Kelsey, if we want to learn more about uh, Youth Solutions and, and how any way we can be a part of it, like you said, helping to expand in some way or, you know, uh, maybe there's a school district that's listening that says, 
hey, this might be a good fit for maybe our school district. How do they uh, get in touch with you and learn more about all you guys, all the stuff you guys do? Definitely. So they can go to our website. It's ouryouthsolutions.org, um, O-U-R, youthsolutions.org. Um, and that's where they can find contact information. Um, they can follow us on social media. We post a lot of updates on there as well and just things that are going on. Like I said, we'll be sharing those stories from yeah. um, the alumni that have participated in the program. And we're actually going to be doing um, during our annual giving campaign. It's going to be 15 weeks of giving okay. um, It's in celebration of 15 years. So it's going to be starting in August, uh, running for 15 weeks, and it's going to be ending on uh, Giving Tuesday, which is December 5th. So um, we're hoping awesome. to get a lot of donations for that so we can continue expanding JMG programming. That is great stuff to hear. And definitely, uh, if somebody wants to be a part of it, check out that, uh, that website, ryouthsolutions.org. Kelsey, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me. Big congratulations to uh, Youth Solutions on the 15 years and uh, looking forward to hearing more of those great stories. But thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me about it. Yeah, thank you for having me on today. A lot of things did happen over the weekend, uh, including uh, some U.S. Senate candidates making oh, their way yeah. to Southwest Michigan. That uh, that happened over the weekend over at the was it the livery. Yeah, we got the notice on Friday that there was a ga- going to be a gathering Ooh, of the, the gathering the political who's who for Democrats in Benton Harbor on Saturday afternoon. Uh, State Representative Joey Andrews, mm-hmm. Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Muhammad, St. Joseph Mayor Laura Goose, uh, others hosted Democrat candidate for U.S. Senate U.S. Representative Alyssa Slotkin. Okay, making a visit to Benton Harbor. The event was organized by Berrien Forward. Uh, political group led by Berrien County Commissioner Shokwe Pitchford. Was this a fundraiser thing? Was it a was it a kind of an awareness thing? They billed it as um, like a, a pitch fireside chat. An invite-only lunch for leaders from the Benton Harbor and St. Joseph mm. faith, labor, civic, and philanthropic communities to unite and build power in advance of election season. That's you how it was promoted. You said the who's who. Were we invited for that? Well, uh, Kind of, but not from a political standpoint. Maybe from a news coverage standpoint. Yes. When are we going to get that invite where it's like, hey, I know instead of you... Don't work today. I want you to be there because you're a a who's who. I got to get on the who's who You got to know there's no such thing as a free lunch. So whether it was... I don't know where you work, man. I get free lunch all the time. Whether whether it was a formal uh, lunch invite or not, I mean, there could be some some campaign, uh, you know, fundraising type stuff going on there. That's true. For for that case. For that case. As far as, I was like, you ain't been working in radio long (laughs) enough to know that free lunch happens a lot. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Um, you know, so I think looking at the overall, we were putting together a list of those who are declared, those who are potential, those yeah. who are interested. I think we're up to ten Democrat Republicans, maybe more. Because this is a pr- this is a prominent seat that's been held for a long time. Oh, with Debbie yeah. Stabenow now retiring. Yes, so that that could be a game changer across the state. With, across uh, the nation, yeah. yeah, across the nation yeah. too. Yeah, if it uh, goes if it goes Republican, that'll be a big pickup for the uh, for the Republicans in uh, in Congress. But uh, 
Yeah, Debbie Stabenow's had that had that seat for for many years, and we're looking at Alyssa Slotkin being the the front runner. But uh, with Hill Harper, the actor, getting into it, it's potential. Yeah, he's a Democrat yeah. for that spot too. And then, what about the Republican side? Who's a notable that you say maybe has a chance? Folks have sent, indicated interest. Mike Rogers, former member of Congress, Peter Meyer, also okay. former member. Uh, Michael Tuttle has a has a financial track record, and he's he's still question mark right now. Kevin Rinke, um Michael Hoover, a Republican businessman. So there are a lot of folks who are who are name dropping in this sure. area, but uh, we haven't seen a front runner emerge yet. Mm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yep, because uh, yeah, like we said, that's a that's a prominent spot and could be a game changer across the nation. And I like Debbie Stabenow. Yeah, she's cool. Okay, I got to meet her when I was in D.C. when I went on a trip. Very nice years ago. She yeah. just she just walked up and we were taking a picture at the Capitol steps. She's like, "I'm your senator." Ah. We're like. Hey, I know you. We learned about you in school. <laughs> it's always fun when you get to do that. They do, you know, the the members of Congress, they they do the school group photo gathering on the steps of the yeah. Capitol almost on a daily basis. And oh, it I is bet. fun. It is fun to see the students and the lawmakers interact because yeah. you never know what kind of questions are coming from the young people. And it's nice when the kids know what they're doing yeah. and what they're talking about. They're not just saying like hello. They actually ask a question about yeah. stuff and knowing who you're and that's that not only just for students is that it's good for adults to learn that stuff too because like you said with the uh more than a dozen candidates this is this is that time even though we're over a year away from the big elections uh it's a good time to 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 kind of feel that out and see what's out there and who those people are get to know their ideas and how they feel about that what's on their minds do your civic duty yeah yeah civics good stuff it's important stuff. Uh, other things going on in the news. Uh, what do you want to talk about next? There's been a lot. There's. I like this uh, county land auction oh, yeah. that's coming up. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be something that's going to be online. And any good notable properties that we could uh, we could throw <laughs> throw some shells at? There are more than 100 parcels up for sale. It's that time of year again when Berrien County is holding its tax foreclosed land auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- the sale this year talks about vacant lands, some house lots, one business parcel uh, in, in Benton Harbor. If you're interested in owning a, a former dry cleaner spot, Ooh. it's over here on East Napier. Oh, yeah. That spot over there? Yeah. Yeah, that's up for auction. The dark brown, yeah, wooden, yeah, yeah, yeah. wooden building with the white exactly lettering. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that one's up for sale. Nice. Wow. That's so a good spot. It'll be so. The auction is open now. Okay, it's open right now. It's online only, and then on August third, the live portion begins. So the curtain is unveiled, and everyone can see. Oh, what's the current high bid? All right, mm. I'm going to need to bid above that, or I'm going to back away. So we have the full information on our. Website WSJM.com. Do they do it like Storage Wars where they just they don't let you look at anything and they just say, What do you want? What are you gonna bid for it? <laughs> they tell you they, they show you pictures, they give you the address, the physical location mm-hmm. of it. You're allowed to go look at it, but you're not allowed to enter the property. So if there so so if there's a building, say like yeah. down your down the can't road, a physical in. building, you can't go in. You nope. can kind of just peek through the windows. Uh, I don't know if you can even trespass on the property. Oh. But uh, they make a big deal about don't enter the building. It's the same as breaking and entering. Yeah, yeah. So don't and do even it. though it's up for auction, somebody still has it. It's still a property owned. Somebody so might be uh, there. Somebody yeah. might be there. So yeah, it's uh, something to keep in mind. 
Um, a lot of good deals, and and I mean for the county's part, they want to get um, the, the reason they're get them off the books. Well, yeah. and get them back on the books. Well, because, that too, yeah, <laughs> taxes wise, right. because there's a tax delinquency that happened that led to the foreclosure. They want to bring it back in so that your your police, your fire, your schools, local municipalities, everyone involved with taxes starts getting the the tax roll again. Have you ever been to a land auction? I've never been to a land auction. I feel like that'd be an interesting thing to go check out. I because yeah. I, I don't know because there's you know I've been to auctions before. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of different ones, but never one like that. So I don't know how that works. I know when there's like physical things, they're like, hey, there's this, here's this uh, item up for bid. It's a, a baseball card yeah. or a painting or just some <laughs> random uh, tractor or something like that. You yes. see that stuff or you get the uh, the auctions at the fair when they auction off like oh, the yeah. cattle and whatever. Yeah. But never a property. Well, so this one is entirely online, even during the live bidding. Dang. And and so you well, actually, I mean, you can see you can see when the prices are going up. How yeah, but I like the I like the you like the paddles. As, and yeah, everything. I wanted the paddles, and I want that <laughs> that that's uh, more fun. Yeah, being able to do that, and plus the the fast talking people. Well, and plus, I mean, I I would sit there in fear, constant fear of. Okay, don't swat at that fly. Don't yeah. swat at that fly. Oh, yeah, I swatted that's the, the thing fly. too. You don't want any <laughs> any movements of any kind. Yeah. yeah, I've been to a good amount of auctions. I have friends that I grew up with that their their dad was a, an auctioneer, and yeah, yeah it's like it'd oh, be fun. Yeah, I'm a sucker for auctions, so I get caught up. But you have five days to settle after mm. you after you win. Five days to settle. But. My thing is, I don't have any money, so if I get some <laughs> investors, I'll uh, I'll gladly raise my hand as many times as you want at an auction. <laughs> Uh, other things, uh, this uh, thing with with Russia has been going on for, oh, for yeah. quite some time now and uh, with their battle with Ukraine. And in Ukraine, for people that don't know, big producer of grain. Yeah, a lot of that's, wheat. That's their big, biggest export. Oh, and yeah. that grain goes all around the world oh. for uh, a lot of different things. And they're one of the highest producers. So they're, they're, Russia's ending an agreement? Well, what happened was because of the war outbreak and because of the importance of what's called the breadbasket of the world, Ukraine yeah. trying to get its grain out to go to Africa, Middle East, Asia, Russia um, and Ukraine and the other countries had mm-hmm. said, okay, we're going to let this happen during the wartime. Now Russia says, well, because the, the agreement has expired, Russia won't renew. They're not going to guarantee any safety of any grain shipments coming out of Ukraine. Um, And so that is going to be a growing threat and potentially pushing higher uh, the food prices. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dmitry Peskov announced the halting of the deal today in a conference call with reporters adding that Russia will return to the deal if its demands are met. Mm. Yeah. What are these demands? Not really sure what those demands are. I think he has to... Consider that and then get back to you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because they make, uh, don't they make a lot of the grains for not only bread, but like even the like the pasta, the durum, uh, whatever. Durum wheat, yeah. yeah. So they have wheat, they have barley, sunflower oil. Sunflower's um, a big one, yeah. Yeah, so they've got a lot of stuff, vegetable oil, <laughs> other food commodities. So those food prices that we're seeing go up. Could uh, go up Could more. go up even more, mainly yeah. because of this. Oh, jeez. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So deal, uh, the deal being suspended uh, has already sent wheat prices up about 3% in Chicago trading. Jeez. $6.81 a bushel. Oh, let's hope that they uh, they figure that out and, and come to some sort of agreement. 
Um, because, yeah, that's not going to be good. As we've seen prices go up for all that stuff and continue to go up, we don't need another increase because of something like this. Yeah. Nobody hit the Powerball oh, on Saturday. Man. Yeah. So it's wow. now over $900 million. Okay, my official, my attention has officially been peaked. Yeah. You've, you yeah. Now, now once it is hits, there. I once want it hits $900 million, <laughs> then we'll start talking about getting a $2 Lottery ticket. You gonna buy some tickets? I might have to because um, I, I know my odds are like one in one hundred and twenty-five million <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. But this is where you could you could pull off if if you hit hit both numbers, you could yeah. potentially pull off a double whammy uh-huh. and become a billionaire in no time. Because if you wow. won. The Powerball jackpot, which right. I think, what's the next uh, drawing? Is it today or is it Wednesday or something? Yeah. I know they do it a few times a week. Yeah. Uh, that one, 900. Okay. The Mega Millions is up there as well. $640 million. Huh. Nobody's won it. Shortlisted. First thing you would do with the money. The first thing I would do, not tell anyone. <laughs> with the money. With the money. Oh. Uh, put a lawyer on retainer. <laughs> Uh, First thing you would do is hire a lawyer. Oh, absolutely. You, fancy car. I mean... Just I so you cons- could drive to the lawyer's office in style. Yeah. You're like, oh, I got this. Actually, uh, the lawyer's probably going to come to you in that case. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't drive to a lawyer <laughs> if I'm a billionaire. That's not what billionaires do. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would consider the fancy car, but okay. you know, I want to talk to somebody about yeah. the, my financial s- success before I pull up in a Maserati or something <laughs> like that. And they're like, yeah, uh, you, you hired me as a financial consultant. Uh, that's the first thing I would wouldn't have purchased. Yeah, but come on. I mean, okay, they're, any car depreciates when you drive it off the lot. Yeah. But if you're a billionaire, okay, one one little splurge. I wouldn't buy a new car. No? No, I would buy a classic car. Oh, okay. Something that I know is going to increase in value. An old Jaguar or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Old Jaguar, uh, you know, old like, uh, you know, probably... Even way back to like the '30s, like Ooh. little 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 cars that the like the gangsters would drive up in. <laughs> that has the little like the car that has the little extra seat in the back that like the trunk seat. Oh, the rumble. What they call? I that? don't a even rumble know. Seat? Maybe is that a rumble seat? But yeah, th- that's where those guys that usually would would have the Tommy guns. <laughs> And they'd flip, they'd be hiding behind that and be shooting at the coppers. <laughs> the coppers. That's that's what they would be in. Okay. So I would probably get something like that because okay. that's rare, holds value, increases in values. That would be a classic car purchase. Yeah, that's not a, good a new idea. car. That's a good idea. Um, but other things, as we uh, continue to dream about our uh, financial success that we may <laughs> or may not have uh, with that, power that relies on random numbers in a lottery. Yeah. That's because you're a quick pick guy, right? Oh, it's got to be a quick pick. You never, you never pick out lucky. Never numbers. pick luck or na- lucky numbers because the one time you don't pick your lucky numbers, that's the time it's going to hit those. So you're not, you wouldn't do like the kids' that. birthdays and the and no, your birthday. If you don't pick them, and and the, it strikes on that, yeah. you have to live with that. That's true because a lot of the winning numbers are always numbers that I would never choose. Yeah. They're it's, like 72, <laughs> 45. Like these are no, nobody's lucky numbers. Yeah. Um, but other things going on uh, across the state, uh, the state population growth 
task force, which is called the what the Growing, the Growing Michigan, Michigan Together, Together Council. Together Council. Well, so Michigan has an issue right now. Births are plummeting mm-hmm. and deaths are rising. Therefore, the population is in decline and not showing a good trend. And so the governor has uh, assembled a task force, a council, a Growing Michigan Together Council. Yeah. And we do have represent local representation on it now. Uh, Representative Pauline Wenzel has become a member of the council. The group is going to host work groups, public hearings, events around the state. Members are also going to look at ways to prepare Michigan's workforce for in-demand jobs. So they're looking forward at the trends of, okay, what what work... Uh, areas, what labor do we need yeah. uh, in Michigan? What do we want to have as far as attraction for industries in Michigan? And how are we going to prepare the workforce for that? So they're going to propose initiatives to improve pre-K through 12 educational mm-hmm. outcomes, long-term solutions for post-secondary uh, degrees uh, or skilled trade certifications. Also, they're going to look at meeting the needs of growing, thriving population. Uh, so they're going to they're going to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, we're we're very interested in some of the public hearings that this council will have, and we'll report back. Yeah, and, and I think Pauline, good. Uh addition to the uh the task force or the council because yes. she's in line with a lot of those things and and i believe on some committees as far as growing a lot of manufacturing and a lot now, of uh, things in our area and we know southwest michigan's big on that too she is also on the on the governor's energy council or task force if you will looking at the future of energy and helping the infrastructure yeah. for the state so energy population couple of big things for the state and she's younger because that younger. was another thing that i think that the uh this this council oh yeah uh, when it first in, in the onset did not really reflect that of the younger the, people, not yeah, even the just that, but just the average age yeah. of the state. Yeah. So getting some youth in there that understands what's going on, because that's what you need. You need to grow the population. Well, look at some of those younger people, those yeah. those boomerangs, yeah. getting some of those to, to make their way here, but choosing Michigan and to live, work, and play here. Yeah, the governor got hammered on on having a council to take a look at the population. And, and yeah, the average age is now at 52 on that council. Okay. 52. Getting closer. Getting closer. <laughs> making making some headway there. Maybe I had like a baby, uh, <laughs> like a three-year-old or a toddler in there, and then, then you skew the age group, yes. age average a little bit better. Let's make it right. Uh, if you are driving around this morning, making your morning commute, and you use, what is it, Maiden Lane, Maiden Lane. you're going to have some detours for a little while. Marion County Road Department advising drivers that Maiden Lane Road between Cleveland Avenue and the I-94 business loop will be closed mm-hmm. and traffic detoured starting today. They may have the cones up there. Uh, we'd like a report from the scene if anyone has oh, it, yeah. if they've actually started the closure yet. Manhole covers on Maiden Lane will be removed and replaced back to roadway Great. The detour signage uh, sends traffic down Glenlord Road between the I-94 Business Loop and Cleveland Avenue. Drivers, you can expect delays in the area. Access for businesses and homes along Maiden Lane will be maintained. You just have to be careful and navigate some of the orange cones, the blossoms of fun. Uh, Closure will continue through next Friday. I don't think I've ever referred to a construction <laughs> cone as a blossom of fun, but yeah. you did it. You, you did it. Well, I did notice it's even more fun because on Napier Avenue, uh, um, they've they've moved all the cones, all the sidewalk stuff. It's They still have some fine work detail to do, yeah. but the cones have been removed. So Napier Avenue is now clear in Benton Harbor. That's another question. Pat Moody actually brought this up to me the other day is... Uh, 
now that they've built the sidewalks yes. and things along Napier Avenue, and, and they're great. They look beautiful. Yes. But he said, okay, who's responsible <laughs> for mowing that and, and trimming that down? Because, you know, as you yeah. put in that, on that new earth, you mm. probably put the, the, what is it? There's a couple different ways of putting that to get the grass to grow fast. But a lot of the weeds and things are starting to grow, Uh-oh. and things are starting to get tall. So who's uh-huh. who's responsible for that? Is that the is the township just waiting for that to kind of settle before they start? Because you need some time for it to grow. But it's like who's trimming that? Or is the person that lives there responsible for that little area? Or so you're no? talking about the 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 grass between the curb? Yeah, like and you've got that. Sidewalk. You've got house sidewalk, right? Extra little patch of grass, right? Than road. Typically, the owner of the property that's behind mm-hmm. that is responsible. Yeah, but right. you know, if it keeps extending out, you know, you wonder. It's a you good do question. Wonder. Yeah, because I know they need some time for real grass and yeah. things to show up. So, but yeah, it's starting to get a little tall. Yeah, maybe I need to go down. There. I want to know who's going to shovel it in the winter. That's another good question. <laughs> Are they have they invested in the uh, the? I know by my house they have the little uh, like a little four wheeler kind of thing. Little oh. little little go-kart thing that has okay. a little plow on it that plows the uh, the sidewalks. You know, they have Roombas. Why don't they have Snowbas? Ooh, that's Wouldn't not a that bad be fun? Yeah. Yeah, just a little a little snow thing that goes out and just keeps cleaning off your driveway all night long. Well, the driveway would be great, but I was thinking and if sidewalks. you do s- sidewalks, you got to, uh, what if that thing malfunctioned and then <laughs> just like runs into a kid or something like that? Oh, then it's you like got a some, horror movie. Yeah. It's like a Stephen King right there. Yeah. Scary stuff. I like well, it. Stuff we to keep in mind. You. We this, built you. Oh, hey now. <laughs> All the robots taking over the world. <laughs>